down women with diluted dreams of hope for joy has been washed down the stream. I'm Robin Hawkins, and you're listening to Watered Down Women. Hoping to be free, found a new home in the cemetery. There's an idiom that most of us heard during childhood, which is the familiar warning, curiosity killed the cat. And it's used to alert us about the danger that comes from poking one's nose into other people's business. Or to suggest that if we become too inquisitive, it might cause us harm. However, another famous saying spoken by the well-known champion of human rights, Mahatma Gandhi, is, if you don't ask, you don't get it. Gandhi, who was a proponent for nonviolent resistance and who inspired civil rights movements across the world, was also a strong advocate for women's rights. Keep in mind that he took the stand in 1927 in India, where its Hindu faith offers a spiritual basis for the legitimization of women's inferior status to men. According to the Sociology Guide for Students, one important point for understanding the value structure in Indian society is to understand the dual concept of the female and Hindu philosophy. On the one hand, woman is fertile, benevolent, a bestower of prosperity. On the other hand, she is considered aggressive, malevolent, and destructive. So imagine that in this era, and with this cultural mindset, Gandhi proclaimed, The movement is essentially a movement for freedom of the women. The full freedom of India will be an impossibility unless your daughters stand side by side with your sons in the battle for freedom. And such an association is not possible on absolutely equal terms on the part of India's millions of daughters unless they have a definite consciousness of their own powers. He often used the legends of the Hindu goddess Sita to expound women's innate strength, autonomy, and lioness spirit, whose moral compass can make any demon as helpless as a goat. Despite Gandhi's courageous efforts to empower women, the Hindu woman is still viewed as a helpmate to her husband, and her primary role is to give birth to and take care of his children. In 2018, India ranked number one among the most dangerous countries for women, and the United States ranked number 10. The criteria used to establish this determination was based upon health care, discrimination, cultural traditions, 
sexual and non-sexual violence, and human trafficking. In today's America, March has now been proclaimed as Women's History Month. And March 8th, 2021, has been designated as International Women's Day. And the WhiteHouse.gov website proclaims, During Women's History Month, let us honor the accomplished and visionary women who have helped build our country, including those whose contributions have not been adequately recognized and celebrated. And let us pay tribute to the trailblazers from the recent and distant past for daring to envision a future for which no past precedent existed and for building a nation of endless possibilities for all of its women and girls. But for now, let's take a close look at the women of Richland County, Ohio. What is their reality? According to the United States Census Bureau, women make up 49.2% of its population. There are roughly 2,600 female-owned businesses in the county. In regards to income, men earn 1.35 times more than women. And females ages 25 to 34 represent the largest demographic living in poverty. And females aged 18 to 24 represent the second largest demographic. However, in regards to degrees earned from institutions of higher learning, women outnumbered men nearly two to one. This last statistic offers hope that as women continue to pursue higher education at higher levels than men, they could eventually out-earn men in income and possibly in business ownership. However, it will take more than an education to fully empower women. In 2018, 67 Ohio women were murdered by men in single-victim, single-offender homicides. That same year, Richland County reported 384 domestic violence incidents, with the overwhelming majority of reports being male offenders and female victims. And 261 of these occurred within the Mansfield city limits. In past episodes, we've heard people described as living in the fringes, referring to those living in the outskirts or living outside the legal or normal parameters of the majority. But in this season, we'll discuss those who are viewed as marginal, and we'll use the sociological definition of this word, which refers to those who are marked by their contact with disparate or different cultures, and attributing some of the traits or values common to that particular culture. Typically, marginalized groups or individuals experience discrimination or exclusion because of unequal power relationships. Historically, women in general 
have been considered as less thans, less intelligent, less able, less qualified, less significant, and some women in particular are deemed less important, less appropriate, less attractive, and less valuable. The first group pertains to all women who reside under the glass ceiling, and the latter group typically includes unwed mothers, especially if they have multiple children, uneducated females, unemployed or underemployed, and other characteristics that might deem them undesirable, such as their weight, physical appearance, those who have had multiple sexual partners, those with a mental illness, or those with a lower functioning level. Some believe that societies need a marginalized group in order to allow success for the other group, and they successfully create a socially excluded group by intentionally preventing the marginalized from having certain access and certain opportunities. Among school-aged females, it might be as subtle as denying them a role in the school play, denying them a spot on the cheer team, or refusing club membership to a particular individual. In adulthood, it takes on a different form, perhaps by denying them access to housing in a particular neighborhood, refusing to consider that individual for a particular job, and something that might appear less harmful but is equally demeaning and hurtful is the act of treating her as insignificant. This type of treatment often leads to creating a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy in which an originally false expectation leads to confirming itself. It basically means that one person's expectations of another person will result in that person behaving in ways that confirms those expectations. For example, if a girl grows up being told that she is good for nothing or will never amount to anything, most likely as an adult, she will not pursue a higher education or advancement at her place of employment because she is now convinced that she's unqualified and unable to be successful in those areas. Throughout their lives, I have taught my daughters that it's not about how a person looks, but how a person sees. Because I want them to know that the reflection in the mirror is more precious than rubies and is clothed in strength and wisdom. And for this reason, in this season of watered-down women, we will give a voice to women who have been silenced and paint an image of who they truly were and not how society perceived them to be. Watered down women with diluted dreams.
Grab a shovel and join me each Monday as we dig a little deeper and uncover the tragedies of watered down women. Searching for love, no pain in this world, with no help from above.